0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls.
1: <laughs> I was about old. to say boys and girls. <laughs> you took it away.
0: You got young and old. Young <laughs> yes. and old. Cool <laughs> cats and kittens. <laughs> We'd like to welcome you to the Permanent Plus One <laughs> podcast.
1: We should get some, should get some, <laughs> some clapping <laughs> to interject there.
0: Oh, we can the add The sounder. It. Yay! It. You
1: mean you don't have intro
0: music? We d- it, it, It's playing right now. Oh. Yes. Okay. Once I hit it. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: But the people will hear it.
0: Yeah, the people will hear it. Ladies and gentlemen, you just heard a couple extra voices. Hey. That means we got guests in the building. Again, I'm going to let you guys tell us who you are and how long you've been married.
2: They can't decide who should should go. They're both so excited. This is my wonderful husband, Sherman, Bradley.
3: And this is the lovely Melissa Siddell Bradley. Hi, Bradleys.
0: The Bradleys are in the building. The Bradleys are in the building. And so you guys have been married for how? long? Fifteen years. Fifteen years. Yes. That's, that's twice I mean, that's as like long as us. And that's like
1: an eternity at this point in <laughs> life, <Yeah. laughs> in culture.
0: <laughs> it is. And we're going to find out how they have gotten to this point. And you guys recently celebrated an anniversary, and that was dope. Yes. And we want to know, you know, how you got here. Um, the whole reason that we started this podcast is because we think that marriage is dope and we know a lot of other people who also think marriage is dope Mm -hmm. and so we want to bring people in and find out how to get to year 15 you know because we're at year six yeah and we're trying to figure out how to get to 15 and how to get to 25 and 50 and my grandparents were married for over 75 years so wow yeah so unfortunately i didn't start the podcast while they were still with us so i can't ask them all those cool questions that i would ask today so now i'm trying to ask people who have been married you know longer than us how to get to that point so uh, welcome
2: thank you welcome. we're glad to be here
0: um, you know when we think about making the most out of a scenario that isn't necessarily the best like what are some of the times in your marriage when you have found yourselves um, either doing that yourself or helping other people to kind of find that place to, to get to
2: well I think that sometimes situations where you come together aren't necessarily ideal. And there, were a, there was a lot of turmoil going on in our respective lives when we got married. And it was somewhat uh, stressful, actually, uh, to, to come together. There were a lot of uh, personal issues that we were dealing with from our family in the past and situations that were going on at the time. And one of the things that really attracted me to Sherman was not just his preaching ability or any of that kind of stuff because we were both in ministry, but it was the fact that he was uh, willing to deal with himself and his issues by going to people for help. And I know that one of the things that you guys talked about in an earlier podcast was about getting counseling and getting help. And that was something, uh, and he, like Alan, had been uh, married before. Mm -hmm. And so I was running the singles ministry at our church at the time, and he was a part of a group uh, called Rebuilding After Your Relationship Ends. Mm -hmm.
0: Sounds good. It was really cool. It Mm -hmm. was
2: at a High Park Methodist church. They had, at the time, uh, the largest singles ministry around. I don't know if that's still the case. Uh, But... I went to see some of the, the group's activities uh, because I was running the singles ministry at our church. And I was like, this is really interesting. And we have a lot of people in various stages of marriage and divorce. And we wanted to be able to offer them something. And he was already in it. They were already reading the book. And we, one of the first things that we did after we met uh, was, uh, well, we weren't supposed to date while we were doing this, but <laughs> we partnered <laughs> together um, to That's go a good through- a way to put it. <laughs> some <laughs> of this book. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's make that clear. We were dating doesn't the end of the class.
3: Sherman doesn't want to break the rules. <laughs> well, we follow. The, I was following the rules. I don't know what you were doing. Somebody,
1: following. somebody <laughs> might be listening from the program, and Sherman wants a clean, <laughs> a clean record.
3: Our, our first date, our first date was actually the graduation ceremony. Okay, in okay. Kentucky. Uh,
1: well. So already knew you were going Mm. to be dating (laughs) at the end of the
2: program. So, but one of the things you asked about was, you know, what helps longevity? Right. And one of the things that helps longevity is for neither of you to be in denial Mm. Mm -hmm. when things are not going well, to be able to communicate, um, to be able to search deep inside of yourself uh, to know what's your responsibility, what's not your responsibility, what was your fault, what wasn't your fault, and to be able to have uh, ongoing conversation, forgiveness, uh, understanding, empathy for one another. And a lot of times my experience with guys had been uh, that they would be in denial or they would not want to seek out help or they wouldn't want to be vulnerable with their feelings or emotions and that was one of the things that really drew me to Sherman that he was so deal with your own
1: stuff mm-hmm. before trying to come so Sherman s- piggybacking off of that you know w- what allowed you to go to a space where you were willing to deal with those things on your own and take take you know initiative to say i need to you know seek assistance with dealing through some personal
3: things well, first it was realizing I'm jacked up, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've made some, I've learned some things, I would. I learned some things in my mid-30s about the things I had learned in my teenage years that were counterproductive to me being a successful person. And I was at a place where I was not liking the decisions that I had made and the consequences that I'm suffering from. And I knew I couldn't come out of them myself. Mm -hmm. I knew where I was versus where I was supposed to be was so far apart, I couldn't get there on my own. Mm -hmm. And I knew I had to deal with me. Uh, I didn't know how deep because one of the things that I want potential married folk and even some married folk to have to realize is that marriage – brings out more of your woundedness than single life does. Absolutely. Because you can hide behind it. Mm-hmm. but in mer- And you can't conceive or preconceive what that's going to look like until you get in it. Mm-hmm. And then you're faced with yourself to a new degree that you weren't aware of prior. And now you've got to make some tough decisions. Mm-hmm. Do you hide behind that single persona or do you come clean with, wow, you know, I've got some depths of woundedness and dysfunction beyond my own comprehension. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to make some adjustments. And I would say that I think most people I've had to deal with on the other side of this counseling, not one of them could do it on their own and Mm -hmm. need counseling, and most are afraid of it. They they don't want the cost burden, Mm -hmm. and they don't want the transparency that is necessary if healing is really going to happen. And oftentimes that's a trust issue.
1: That's so good. Yeah. That is so good. There's
0: there's so many different parts of what you say that I want to kind of dig into a little bit. Uh, One of them was kind of the the self awareness and uh, acknowledging where you were and where you were broken. Um, But then I know that you know in one of the previous shows we kind of talked about people who have their lists and you know most people are looking for this person who's kind of pre perfect, you know, and it's like oh you're already on your way to being perfect and you you know you don't have all of these things because they don't want to feel like. They're taking on a project, Mm -hmm. you know, or they don't want to deal with somebody who's broken, whether it's because they're already enough (laughs) broken for both of them or, you know, so how was that? You know, once you acknowledge that there were, you know, these choices that you had made and these positions you had put yourself in, how was that with both of you kind of bringing that into one new relationship? Like, how did you kind of sort through those things um, to kind of see the value in uh, how Sadell was going to be able to, you know, accept or help or, you know, and even like kind of acknowledge that that's possible. Like, how did that process work?
3: Very, very messy, mm. because there was a lot of shame behind what was coming forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot of dysfunction in my family upbringings that are playing itself out now in the marriage. Ideals that I have to. Revisit now that I have a mate who then has her own set of family dynamics and values, and they don't always line up. Mm-hmm. But they have to—you have to find that common ground in order to go forward collectively. And the issues, the woundedness, the depth of the things that I had not fully dealt with were glaring in our relationship to the point that it required counseling. Mm-hmm. And counseling was was huge. Um, I, you know, that could be a spokesperson <laughs> for <laughs> the necessity of it. I, I, would, quite frankly, not allow anybody right. to get married, or I wouldn't marry anybody who wouldn't go through it first. Mm-hmm. So,
0: is that collective counseling, or are you saying like separate? Like, you guys went through counseling together, or are you talking about your? Yes. Okay. Both. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. I think it's really important as well. You know, we have a spiritual background. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our, one of our first dates was. A prayer meeting, all night prayer that he was running. And, you know, when you talk about threads that continue to keep you together, uh, one of the, the most beautiful statements that he made and continues to make uh, was that I want to love you forever and a day. Mm-hmm. And so there was never in my mind the idea that he did not want it to be permanent. We're at permanent plus yeah. one. Right, yes. Uh, and so, you know, knowing that that was the case, you know, whatever we're facing can be navigated because we don't have the intention of being with anybody else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of our other dates was uh, we played spades in the tournament and we won <laughs> both days. <laughs> and had we not won, I don't know that we. <laughs> <laughs> we would be doing de- no. You might not be. That's a real. <laughs> That's a real valid point because
1: there are some people <laughs> who are listening, like, and hey, we not." You know what? He's looking at me because I do not play spades. <laughs> so thank the good Lord above that our relationship does not depend on spades it because doesn't.
3: I don't know this where we will be. A hole you through my head,
1: <laughs> <laughs> looking at me like you better play the Sherman right card. Competitive. I've seen Sherman in some competitive settings.
3: You see- she walked me into a lion's den without telling me first. Uh, We're in a room of. In front of a bunch of other male alphas <laughs> when <laughs> they're running their mouths, and I don't know these You're folks. <laughs> <up road cars laughs> d- yeah, and throwing on the I'm like, slamming oh no. it down. Y'all, no, no, it's not going down like that. Not without a fight. Yeah. So, uh,
2: one of the other things that I think that uh, causes us to be able to stay is because uh, we are our preferred person to be with. Mm. Yeah, that's um, a huge, another huge. date was the spades, and the other date was uh, a basketball uh, yeah, game. Yeah. And you know, so we've been to the All Star Game yeah. and we've been to the Final Four, and so mm-hmm. those kinds of events that we enjoy together are kind of part of the of the glue that keeps us together.
0: Now, Sherman, I'd have heard about your your, uh, your your fandemonium that happens with sports. Uh-oh. So you're a sports guy. How important was it for you to have a spouse that is into sports as well, or or for other people when you <laughs> <laughs> went?
3: the route prior mm-hmm. and didn't pray about it prior <laughs> and <laughs> didn't get it. The next time I prayed. <laughs> all right. And I got it. That's all I got to say.
0: Because I heard, you know. Cause, cause I, I, I know that, you know, Sadell talks about watching games with, with you. And I yep. was just like, you know, that's what's up. The first time I'll tell you one of the things I mean I, I knew early on that Kyla was the one, but one of the things that that really made me know for sure is one day I was in her garage randomly. We found a football. We and did. And this girl can throw a I football. Was <laughs> All right. like, I was like, <laughs> okay. I'm, uh, like I'm, you, I'm marrying that one. <laughs> the
1: funny thing is, you didn't think that I could. You I didn't, did. you didn't expect With it. A from spiral. Me. Come, right. on. come on, spiral. When <laughs> I say she can throw a football, <laughs> I can throw
0: it. nah, I mean like she can throw a football. I, mean. I was like, oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and <laughs> well. we watch, yeah, we watch things together and we explore new things together. And I think we out together and a lot of different things together. And we like to travel. uh, Yeah. 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 And I think the the baseline of that is that you date each other, that you find things that you enjoy doing together. And one thing we talk about on the podcast is that it doesn't always have to be this elaborate thing. Like people think, Oh, date, you know, you have to go, either take a trip or whatever. Yeah, those are maybe vacations, et cetera, mm-hmm. but you can date each other, yeah. You know, find little things to do. And ca- like you said, you had an all-night prayer <laughs> date, that w- but it was a date and it was time together and it was significant. So it's about finding the time and investing the time and making sure that you're doing that with your spouse.
2: Yeah, we really enjoy a lot of things together. And one of the things that is, is also great is that we enjoy new things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember wanting to take Sherman to a play And he had not ever been to... A play, uh, a, a
1: your nine, face though, Sherman. A, a,
3: a non-Chitlin Circuit play. I'm in the play. Church
0: play. You know kind of that, yeah, he
1: ain't been acting right, mm-hmm. so I'm putting him out. When to the bow breaks. My, yes. yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Mama, please don't leave <laughs> <We> us. Start <laughs> to
2: Take this shirt off. Those I kind of plays. I ain't
1: never
0: been to the Met. <laughs> <nut cracker>. Right.
2: Right. <laughs> oh Lord. So you I ain't just, been to I a real play. I Say, can you take? We'll go to the Lion King. He was like, within 30 seconds of the Lion King, he was on the edge of his seat Uh, and he has (laughs) been won over and so now we go to plays ensemble theater at the Eden Park Mm -hmm. you know all that playoffs at the park park. and and so and so you can uh explore and grow Mm -hmm. Uh, you're not going to stay the same in 15 years and if that is you know something that you're interested in uh becoming different and becoming better Mm -hmm. then a partner, we. I had a mentor that told us that uh, marriage has four facets: lover, partner, roommate, friend. Mm. Mm, that's good. Uh, and you know, a lot of people will be good at one or two of those, and the other two they're working on. But you, you definitely want to have somebody that will be in those four categories. Present, available mm-hmm. lover, partner, roommate, and friend, and you need to know which one you value the most. Right, right. Yeah. You know, so you talk about why you know we're a ministry we're, we're ministry partners. Uh, we support one another because we married in our thirties, and which is later than most. You know, we already had formed identities and formed careers, uh, and that being able to uh, balance that, to being able to support one another in that, has been really important. Mm-hmm. And so, partnership is is a big part of our relationship and you know we're both only children and that has some <laughs> was that a big adjustment it has pros and cons <laughs> because we don't need anybody to entertain us yeah. we can be you know to ourselves uh, but then you know getting people to share the cake <laughs> <Not> <laughs> share the cake anime <laughs> so See, that last go. piece on that movie <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> yeah. that's hilarious it is. It's true though. It's yeah. true. It's it's hilarious and true. You make those adjustments. So, okay. Well, one thing we wanted to ask something kind of fun while we talked about. We talked about a variety of things so far, but we want to know what's the best thing about your spouse. What would you say, Sherman? You first. Go.
3: The best thing is probably just her heart is enormous, mm-hmm. and when she loves, she loves. She'll be very strategic. But you won't, de- you, you can't deny that she's loving you when she's loving you. And in today's world, you know, I just find that rare.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so that's what sticks out the most. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, that's lovely. So um. <laughs> <laughs> um, I probably have two things. Uh, the first one is that he is a praying man, mm-hmm. and I know that he is praying for me, praying for the people that he cares for. He'll have you know war room kind of stuff <laughs> written everywhere, and so that that covering gives a lot of assurance. Uh, the second thing is that Sherman is a doer, mm-hmm. and the things that come to him, the creative ideas, business ideas, that kind of thing, there's never any question as to whether or not he has the faith to activate those things. And he does it in a, in a very spectacular fashion, and he finds himself in the company of great people as his gifts make room for him. Um, and so those are probably the two greatest things I admire about Sherman. That's
1: that was good. wonderful.
0: That's real good. I love that. Taking notes. Thank
1: you for sharing, guys. <laughs>
0: So you guys have a uh, relationship that's unique in the sense of um, the fact that you are not only married, but you also work together. So you guys are co-pastors, Then you have a nonprofit that you work on as well. How do you navigate the (laughs) waters of the marriage and the business and the pastoring and not letting the lines uh, blur so that one interferes with another um, and then how do you just find time to, to stop doing the other things to just be the married part so, that, I know that that was like a two part mm-hmm.
3: thing. Yeah, we're still working on the second part. Okay. Yeah. The it stopping. has to be hard, though. It, I mean, I have children in the home. I work at Mortar. So. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> tell us more about
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time.
1: <laughs> but I think that speaks to the entrepreneurial life mm-hmm. in general. So, mo- I mean, a lot of people I think who listen to the podcast, or either they, are, if they're not entrepreneurs, they might be considering that and wonder how it's going to impact them in their marriage so that is a real thing and you do have to set boundaries and having been married now to an entrepreneur for six years I you know I didn't have a lot of experience with entrepreneurship prior to meeting Alan so it has you know it's different and he's he's been a lot better recently about trying to cut it off but it's tough because you know especially when you're building something you have to get to a point where you feel comfortable cutting it off at a certain point so it's it's almost a give and take It's, it's a huge huge balance so so how do you guys manage that
3: well one First, you have to know at the end of the day that you love each other. Mm-hmm. Second, you have to like each other. Mm-hmm. And then thirdly, you have to walk and work in your gift and allow one another to do what they do best right. mm-hmm. and, and, and not have to try to control that which is not your lane. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: I think those are critical elements from the infancy stage standpoint. And then you have to figure out how you balance all the time. Right. Um, and you know it would be much more difficult, and we probably would have had s- to. S- I know I would have had to scale back my <laughs> what sometimes is called serial entrepreneurial mind mm. if <laughs> we had children, right? Mm-hmm. Because that would be an entirely different dynamic. Right. But without that, and um, I'm fortunate that I think because se- we have different clocks. Yeah. So, sedel's clock is you know mine's mine's kind of nine to five. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm up early before the sun rises. Uh, And by the time the sun goes down, you know, I'm psychologically and emotionally, you know, Sedell's still raring, Mm -hmm. you know, because she ain't getting up at the crack of dawn. She (laughs) don't want (laughs) to see the darkness. (laughs) (laughs) She wants the sun well enough before. So balancing those and having that dynamic as entrepreneurs is kind of helpful because there are times where her clock to work is... That seven to 10, Mm -hmm. where and then I can fit some entrepreneurial stuff in there when otherwise I may want to do something different. But try to balance and know her clock, right? You know, can help in that. Mm -hmm. In certain
2: ways, the opposites attract. You know, chemistry sometimes dictates that you have to be very similar, Mm -hmm. but we are totally opposite Myers Briggs. We (laughs) learned that in premarital counseling, Mm -hmm. which we recommend. We talked about Myers Briggs, Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm an introvert, he's an extrovert. Mm-hmm. Um, extreme on both ends he, he has action as one of his strengths finders and I have intellect which is means I think about it and he does it yep. and sometimes the conflict is he's done something before we thought about it <laughs> or that I'm thinking about it too long and what's, what am I waiting for mm-hmm. um, and, and just being able to understand all those things but also know that we have been put together by God because we are suitable help for each other and that there's strength for weakness, and mm-hmm. you know, one person may handle the financial aspects, I handle that, um, and another person might be the, the shake hands salesperson, which is his definitely belly mm-hmm. kind of like what you guys were talking about the other day. And so you know, we have learned how to embrace the differences. You know, we have a blended family uh, Sherman has two girls, and we have a, a son who's adopted, who's married, and has children. So we don't have children in the home, but we still have family mm-hmm. uh, responsibilities and issues that we have to to take care of. And now both of our parents are age, aging and, and ailing, and so there is a great deal. Um, and I remember hearing uh, Bishop Jakes talk about the fact that, you know, we're looking for this balance, but sometimes what we have to do is prioritize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we have to decide what is important and what is less important, and put our energies toward that. Because if we're trying to balance, you know, twelve spinning plates, then we're going to be running around like a chicken with our heads cut off, yep. and and a lot of those plates will fall. Right. And that is a challenge um, because each one of the things that we do uh, has demands to it, and sometimes you have to you have to choose, yeah. and it's okay. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Well, so good. There's so many. I was going to so say, we could, we could keep going, man. We we, we have a couple more things to get to. Um, this segment is called um, Something We found on the Interwebs. <laughs> 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 With <laughs> a T. <laughs> F-O-U-N-T. Uh, and this is from People Magazine, uh, where it's talking about Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds, um, and they share their marriage secret. And so I thought it was appropriate because... Well. That could be (laughs) beneficial. But thinking of wealth.
3: It don't hurt.
0: (laughs) Thinking of wealth and and how we accumulate wealth, um, the secret to their marriage is that they don't work at the same time. Mm. So, like, if one of them is working on a project or a film, the Mm. other one takes off so that they can be fully supportive, fully mm-hmm. energized, and supportive of that person, they go together. So like, if they're shooting the film in a foreign country, they take the whole family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just thought that that was really interesting that when we is. think about the work dynamic, especially mm-hmm. as you guys are working together uh, and working on projects separately. Like, um, I just thought that that was a really interesting thing. You know, She said, my husband and I don't work at the same time, so we all get to go as a family. Um, if we're away as a family, it's never for more than a day we stay together. You know, oh. and I, th- I thought that that was just really interesting. It is. Just want to kind of open it up for discussion, and you know, kind of get thoughts on you know what that could look like for just everyday people. Like, is <laughs> I, 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 we don't have the luxury a lot of times, but you know, is there a way for us to kind of work that rhythm into what we do? I don't know.
2: Well, so. philosophically, I agree. I, I would prefer to be with Sherman in travel with uh, when we're doing mm-hmm. uh, any kind of trainings, the kind of things that we do. I, I would prefer that we be together. We have, through the seasons of our marriage, uh, had to leverage one another's abilities so that the other one could go into certain endeavors, kind of like what you guys have done. Yeah. Uh, even right now, Sherman, for like the last year, a little bit over a year, has been developing good fit. Training on implicit bias. Mm -hmm. And as he was developing that, I started working at Mortar, and we were still doing the church to supplement the income that we had Mm -hmm. um, while he was developing his creative idea. Mm -hmm. And he did the same thing for me when I was doing, uh, I was asked to do a campus ministry, and he was working at City Gospel Mission as, as the vice president of the mission in Cincinnati. And so we have to make choices that support the dreams of one another. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that causes more weight of a certain kind on one, but it's very fulfilling to know that once the things start being birthed and people's dreams start being accomplished, that we've been a part of something bigger than ourselves.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's so making those sacrificial, um, decisions, knowing mm-hmm. that it's going to, you're sowing seeds that are going to plant a harvest you know you j- it just but it takes um i guess you know self-realization to say i'm going to step back like mm-hmm. you ha- and, and sacrifice to be willing to say i'm going to step back and do this for my partner you c- there's no room for selfish ambition in that space or in marriage, honestly. I mean, there will be some people who hopefully can listen to this and maybe realize moments where they haven't given their spouse that grace or haven't given them the opportunity to.
2: Now I'm not going to act like every day of that was happy oh, and Rosie, I be, Yeah. Cause you know, we want the honesty. <laughs> Cause I yeah. was like, you know, when are we going to bring in some money right now? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And so, and you know, you have fatigue and mm-hmm. you have, you know, stressors and that kind of thing happening. But, you know, you're reminding yourself that there is a greater good, that that something is being built. And, you know, everybody wants to have a supportive spouse. Yep. Say that again, please. Everybody wants to have a supportive spouse. It's a word. And, you know, we have to find ways to be that kind of support mentally, Mm -hmm. emotionally, spiritually, financially, all those places. And sometimes we have to ask, what what would be support right now for you? And how can I do that? And if I can't do that, how can we find it so that you can have it? Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. That's a good one. I, I think the the what should be support is a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recently went to like a day-long uh, camp experience and uh, at Camp Joy. And, and part of that system is um, we had to climb this this huge pole. And I'm, I'm climbing this thing, and I'm like, oh, my like, you know, I'm I'm watching other people do it. And when you're watching them do it, I was like, oh, nah, it's, you know, it's nothing, you know, then you get on there. But one of the things that they asked in that process um, prior to starting to climb this pole on this journey by yourself, you're harnessed in, but you're by yourself. You know, and, and one of the questions that they asked is how would you like for the group to support you? And I think that that's one of the questions that we don't ask our spouse often. And I, th- I remember telling Kyla afterwards, like, that was one of the cool things that, that happened is because a lot of times we just assume that we will support in the way, like, I'll support you in the way that I would have you support me, but they're mm-hmm. not the same. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I, I love that you you brought that part out. So, um, And we got one more thing, one more segment. Um this is our... Uh, Are we going into
1: the mailbag?
0: We're going to the mailbag. Yes. Bag.
1: You know, I get excited when we, when we have <laughs> mailbag entries or output. I don't know. When inputs. we have... when Yes, inputs. <laughs> when we have mail. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's see. This question is from... Cecil, or Cecilia, I'm sorry, not Cecil. I've been a part of the (laughs) NFL boycott this season and my husband (laughs) refuses to participate and lightweight ridicules me for my stance. Ooh, I feel like this is driving a wedge in our household. What should we do? I could imagine that it might be driving a wedge in your household, Cecilia. What does everyone think?
0: As, as a couple that watches sports, what what happens in this circumstance when you have one person who feels strongly about one thing and you know somebody else who maybe doesn't? How do you progress through that?
3: Mm. Well, it's not by ridiculing them. That's for sure. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so that's issue number one. And I, I think there probably hasn't been a serious conversation about why each of them are doing what each of them is mm-hmm. actually doing and so committed to it and then what d- is to become of that mm-hmm. and, and what's the other expecting of the other and i think they could come to some agreement after that and perhaps if nothing else move on mm-hmm. yeah and like even let if it they're be. in their same <laughs> lanes just move on
1: you still got know. a marriage after the NFL season. Yeah. Is right. what I'm saying. Right. So, <laughs> and ain't
3: either one of them getting paid by
1: the. NFL.
0: I was not gonna say either I, one of them. My Duke, my Duke energy bill is still gonna be due, regardless of whether you know the the NFL is in season or out of season. Mm-hmm. So I have to do what's gonna maintain my household financially and otherwise, and make sure that you know we are not disconnected. Right. I mean, we haven't really been watching, but we never really talked about it.
2: Yeah, I, I think, think the thing is, um, on this particular subject. It's very polarizing, but the issues that were initially being addressed, uh, police brutality and racism, there are a million ways that you can get behind the eradication of either of those subjects. Mm -hmm. Uh, In fact, keeping your TV on or not is just not even a drop in the bucket. Of what you could potentially do together, right? To address those issues, yeah. and I believe that common ground could come if you talk about a way that you can united deal with those issues. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a great point.
2: Yeah, great point.
0: That was, that was like a mic drop. <laughs> it <laughs> was. That was <laughs> That's a good place to end. It that is. That was really great. I think that you know ultimately, um, you guys have been have been kind of paving the way for a lot of younger couples like us who are Mm -hmm. trying to figure this thing out. And it's really cool to see that it is possible for, and and for us, this is our first time like working together in this capacity. So uh, to see other couples thrive in working together and still have their time to be individuals because Mm -hmm. you guys are very strong individuals, but then when you guys come together, it's just like this force. And so for us, it was like, you know, when we started making our list early, y'all were on the top of the, were the right list. So well, thank early. you. We are like, man, we got to talk to them. Um, for sure. Just because, you know, you guys, everything that you've said today, that's been super encouraging. And I know that there are things that you guys get to see from the pastoral side um, in marriage. And you guys are helping other people to build their relationships up. And so, first off, thank you. Thank for you guys for doing that being And thank you for being here. thank you and for, thank you for having us. Yeah. Yay and um yeah. say anytime yeah. oh can we, 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 we might have, have them back b- have you back as a regular segment right yes ask the bradley <laughs> <Yeah. All right. laughs> that might happen that might happen but yeah we are very thankful for you guys being here uh for those of you who are just now tuning in this is your first episode listening we don't always have guests but when we do we always have the dopest of guests um, and uh, so check us out. Uh, if you want to subscribe, you can do that on iTunes or on Google Play. And if you have uh, Spotify, you can check us out on Spotify. We have a playlist on Spotify that you guys will be contributing to. So yes. I need to know. We need to know
1: what songs. We need to
0: know what songs. Like if you had to pick two songs that are like songs or themes of your relationship that have kind of played a part, what would those two songs be? So we can add those two to the playlist.
2: My favorite uh, relationship song is Stephen Curtis Chapman. I Will Be Here. Ooh, I don't know that I'm one. have
1: to listen to Stephen that. Stephen yeah, Curtis Chapman.
2: It. That's good. Okay, we'll look that one up. Stephen Curtis Chapman.
1: I
3: Will
2: Be, I here. Will be here. Okay.
0: Sherman? Sherman?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I,
0: don't, I don't have enough time. You okay, okay add, well, you without, let us know, yeah. and then we'll add it. You know later. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, can yeah. send them later in, and we'll add them on there later That'll on. That'll work. But uh, for those of you who are trying to catch up on some 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 good music, Uh, Just go to Spotify, search for Permanent Plus One. We have some of our favorite songs on the playlist, and then we're asking all of our guests to kind of contribute and help us to uh, curate this this playlist. And it's something to ride to. I mean, it's like got some good music on there. There is some good music on there. So we appreciate you. Thank you, Kyla Woods, for being amazing.
1: Thank you. Oh, Alan, thank you for being amazing. Another another dope show. (laughs) You're so sweet.
0: We're almost at double digits. I know.
1: Is this eight or nine? This eight, is nine. nine. Is it nine?
0: This is nine. Oh,
1: goodness, look at us inching up yeah. in the numbers. I know. <laughs> oh, I'm so proud of it's us. It's been
0: kind of easy the last couple weeks. The, like,
1: okay, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say
0: that first. The first the couple last few weeks have been. Were, they were rough. Woo!
1: But we, but we, we made we it. That. It's a testimony because we've come a mighty long way. Yeah, it's just like at Manch. this point, it is.
0: Sometimes it starts out one way, and you got to stick with it. Yeah,
1: you got to yeah. invest some time yeah. and resources.
0: Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, so till the next time.
1: Love each other.